Yo, 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 this is your boy Young Wig. This is Concrete Convos coming back to you with a brand new episode. Yeah, it's been a minute since I did an audio, kind of fell in love with the visuals. Then once I started doing the visuals, I kind of became a lot more critical of what's going on. But you know, back to me and me, back to being my original self, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here on this road that's fighting with y'all here a lot in the background. I hope that it don't interrupt your experience in the coming this concrete convo shit. Uh, since it's been so long, we definitely got a lot to talk about. First thing first, I want to start out with saying rest in peace to the young, the young artist XXX Tentacion. Um, I'm not going to act like I know a whole lot about this kid, but I know that we are all tortured souls and we all go through our ups and downs and trying to find our balance in this world as being human beings. You know, the sad thing about it is that this kid is only 20 years old and was shot down in his Mercedes. And, you know, I'm just, I'm at the age, you know what I'm saying, where I'm just tired of all of this, like, senseless violence, all of this hate that we got for each other for no reason. For me, it's just disgusting. You know, I hate having to go on the internet and seeing, you know, a young kid's body. Fuck TMZ. Let me just say that on the rip. You know what I mean? For real, fuck TMZ. You guys have no type of... No type of morals on what you will show for what you want show. What you won't show because you just want to be the first and the best. And that shit is the corniest shit in the world. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Y'all not thinking about this young boy's family. You know, the people that really give a fuck about him. Just seeing his body like that, like... Have, have a little decency and a little bit of respect. But I don't think you can ask for that when it comes to the media nowadays. Because they love showing black bodies. Sprawled out lifeless. So, you know, with that being said, rest in peace to the young boy, XX Tentacion. Um, I've just been thinking about life a lot and, you know, the life I got and, you know, the troubles that come with it and things like that. You know, uh, I realize that happiness doesn't come from money. Happiness doesn't come from who you with. Happiness is really a self. Finding your own happiness is really a matter of who you are and what demons you're dealing with on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Um, It seems like mental health and getting counseling is finally coming to the forefront in our black communities, at least it's seeming like it is. Um, you know, I listen to a lot of different podcasts, I read a lot of different books, and I think, at least for me, it's come to the forefront that I've got a lot of inner issues that I need to deal with, and that I might not be able to deal with on my own. I'm from a hood, you know, with post-traumatic stress. 
I used to do a lot of bullshit, you know what I'm saying, robberies, you know, doing a lot of shit just to fit in, shit that in the hood we look at as regular normal shit, but it's not, robbing somebody else is not normal, punching somebody in the face is not normal, causing harm to a person and not feeling something is not normal, and I'm realizing that as a 32-year-old adult man, a lot of the things that I've done in my past, you know, a lot of the things that I think of still to this day, because, you know, my mind goes back into that, you know, animalistic mindset where you do what you got to do to survive. And shit, I'm at a point in my life where I can't say whether it's right or wrong, to be honest. I know we can go by what society says is right and wrong and things like that, but like I said, I do do a lot of reading, and a lot of things that's considered wrong nowadays wasn't considered wrong a thousand years ago. So, um, I think about the post-traumatic stress that I got from, you know, the lifestyle I used to live. I think about how that's going to affect my kids, you know, because I definitely got my new son, Kaiser, and having Kaiser made me realize how much I really missed out on with my 12-year-old son, Jalil. Jalil, I love you, and I need you to know that. And, you know, I know things could be a lot better, and I'm working on myself. And it's sad that, you know, you got to suffer through these things that I got to work through on my own. It's tough. And... You just got to really, man, it's tough. I'm not here to give advice. I'm just here to give y'all what's on my plate. And what's on my plate nowadays is that, you know, I'm a one woman's man. That's not an easy task. I'm not going to act like it is. And when I say things like this, she'll listen to it and think like, oh, why is it not easy to be with me? And it has nothing to do with her. It has everything to do with me. Um... Her having Kaiser made me respect Jalil's mother a lot more. I, I liked a lot of respect for her and her having um, having Kaiser, me seeing the tireless nights, the days where she don't get to get any sleep. It's just real. Being a mother is like, it's super duper real because they, they can't make excuses. When us men, we could just, you know, we get to go to work. We get to, you know, it, it, it weighs itself out, I guess. But I, in my opinion, a mother's job is a lot harder than a father's. And now I'm coming to the realization of that, that my son is 12 years old. I don't get to speak to my son every day. That's another thing that bothers me a lot. Because, you know, I don't know where his mental is at. I don't know what he really thinks of me. So then it leaves my mind to wander about what could he possibly be thinking about and what can I do to make his life easier and more effective. You know, everybody will tell you you're a good father, but it's more than providing. It's more than just, you know, being there for him on his birthday and taking him out. It's a lot more to that dynamic, you know. Uh, now that I live in Georgia, I'm away from all my friends. I think about my friends. Shout out to Shawana, shout out to Johnny, Rich, Darius, Rico, my nigga Nino, my nigga Pookie. You know what I mean? Congrats on the new baby, Pook. 
first kid, you know what I mean? Brand new being a father. I think of these things. I think of our mortality, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, God forbid, when we going to start dropping? And how will it affect me? And how will I be able to deal with it? I kind of learned in life that, you know, time heals all wounds, but some wounds you heal from. A lot of wounds you'll heal from it don't mean you'll ever be the same again. You know what I mean? So does it really heal the wound? Or do you just learn to live with the pain? Um, I started this podcast for legacy and I fell back from doing it because I felt like I wasn't being productive. I wasn't putting towards my legacy. I felt like I was doing what everybody else was doing, which is just talking about some bullshit, coming up with the hot topics, and not giving people the real. So right now I'm in the stages of rebuilding, and I'm trying to come up with segments for the podcast. That way when you come to my podcast, you know what to expect. You know what you're going to hear. You know what you're going to listen to. I do like the little concrete facts on Instagram. But I do that more so of just a little 15-second bit of, you know, just being and saying something funny. You know what I mean? But on the podcast, I'm going to go a little deeper into it. Like, concrete facts, man, you got to work on your credit. Credit means a lot. I'm realizing that as a 33-year-old adult. I just totaled my car, tried to play games with insurance. Now I'm in debt, like $15,000 because I just fucking didn't do things on the straight and narrow, not playing by the rules that, you know, that 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 insurance and financing a car and all that goes by, so now I got to start from scratch, busting my ass because I live all the way in Georgia right now, so I can buy myself a little car just to get me back and forth to work, not nothing to stunt with, then I got to take care of that, then I got to clean my credit up because I want to start my own business now. A lot of things are coming into the realization for me, you know. If I couldn't be the best dad I could be to Jalil while he was young, I definitely want to, you know, give him a little cushion when it comes to the life that he's going into. You know what I'm saying? I want my podcast to be able to help people that have insecurities and things like that. Like, I was a bum-ass nigga straight out of East New York. PGS, not known. From the net to the bunion on my big toe. I keep it moving. And um, I had great people around me. Just like the friends I shouted out a little bit earlier. They always kept me inspired. Always made me feel like I could believe in myself. Even, you know, they gave me plenty of conversations. And half the time that shit went in one ear and out the other. You know, but a lot of things stick to you that you really don't know that it's sticking. But it, it definitely sucks. And I don't even get to speak to my friends like I used to, especially my homegirls, you know what I mean, Johnique and Shawana. I definitely miss them a lot. I don't get to speak to them a lot, though. They kind of fell back from me because I guess they felt like I was being a dickhead, and I fell back from them because, you know, I felt the same way, like, that they being some dickhead-ass bitches. That happens, though, in any friendship that you have. Um, I can't really put my finger on what what was really going on, to be honest. But it is what it is. Well, I think I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was because of how that they nature for it. 
I got a friend named Rich Lowe where niggas don't see no wrong that he ever do. And um, I called him out publicly on it when I should have just kept it private. You know what I'm saying? But there's always methods to my madness, and I know what to do to get people to react. So I ain't going to go too deep into that, but they was mad at me for that, and I think they really fell back from me after that podcast or whatever. You know what I mean? But me and my boy have been friends for years, and I, I know what makes him react. And talking to him personally on the up and up, that don't make him realize the error in his ways. When he's embarrassed, that's when he saw fixing shit. You know what I mean? Whether y'all believe me or not, right or wrong, you just got to know your friends. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure them niggas know me and how to get me to react and how to move different to certain situations. But I think that's what me and my, 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 my two closest homegirls really fell out at. We'll get past that, though. That ain't about shit. Like I said, man, this podcast is for my son, but it's really for the people out there who who suffer from a little PTSD, from got issues with self-esteem and things like that, man. Fuck all that shit. You got to move forward. You can't let that shit affect you. you catch, when you catch yourself in those type of vibes and those negative situations or these situations where you start doubting yourself, that's when you got to really get yourself around some good people. Or give yourself some peace and some time alone. I'm not a person that needs time alone. So I start thinking too much and I start digging too deeper into my thoughts. So I'm the type of person that needs to get around some good people that's going to help me, that's going to feed me that good energy so I can actually, you know, get past my feelings. And that's what all my friends actually did for me along the way. And a lot of you niggas, day ones that started yesterday. I don't got day ones that started yesterday. My day ones, I got 10 plus years with. You know what I mean? Some of them 20. And that's what helped me do get through my little, my bad situations when I'm not really feeling myself or I'm not confident enough to get, uh, you know, get to the, get, get past some certain things that you go through. You know what I mean? We all human beings. And that's why now I try to stay open and receptive to anybody that want to give me a call, that want to talk about something. You know what I mean? I want to try to, you know, I try my best to give them positive information. You know what I mean? Positive to, positively reinforce them. I'm still a work in progress. I'm not perfect. You know what I mean? My man Rico reminds me of that shit all the time. But for the most part, I, I try my best to stay positive and give people the positive vibration and positive energy so they can move forward and, and do great things with themselves. Yeah, I'm still just a work in progress. I've still got a long way to go. Right now, like I told y'all, I'm at work. It's like 1 in the morning. I work overnight at a job, you know what I mean, that I really don't like. But, see, I don't think anybody really likes their job because when, it's, when you love what you do, it's not a job. As long as you're doing something you don't love, it's going to feel like a job. This is something that I don't love. I don't mind driving because I take pride in knowing how to whip a truck like a rental, you feel me, but I got to load my trailer, I got to do a lot of shit that I'm just not pleased with at this point in my life, but what I have realized from my struggles of growing up in the hood and, you know, being 
being a juvenile delinquent, going to jail, that, you know, I still got a lot to accomplish and a lot that I can actually do. Um, and, it, and it's never, uh, it's never, uh, it's never a sprint. Everything is a marathon, you know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta have that energy to run the long haul. So I'm still running my marathon of life until, you know, God say the race is over. I know y'all hear God. Um, I'm not, I have read the Bible. I know the stories of the Bible, you know what I mean? I have watched the Bible, so I got visuals of what it looks like, what these stories stand for, things like that. But I wouldn't consider myself a certain religion or anything like that. I'm, I'm just a spiritual person. I'm a person that believes what you put into the world is what you get out from it. I'm a person that believes that you can't beat yourself up, you know what I mean? Because we all have skeletons in our closet, and you can't dwell on it. But one thing I do believe is that if you know right from wrong, you're going to feel it. Me and my boy Darius talk about this all the time, like how, you know, some people we see, we see on the gram, and these niggas are just winning, they got all the money, they doing everything that, shit, we wish we could be doing. And they're not celebrities, but, you know, it's the uh, it's their moral compass on how they're getting these things and how they're doing what they're doing. And when you morally know right from wrong, you know what I mean, I, I, I just feel like trying to do things when you know you're doing wrong, it's just going to always come to you in a negative situation. Like, if, like, like for my, my prime example, like with my car, I knew deep down in my heart trying to play the insurance, I was doing something wrong, and I feel like that's exactly why I got caught, to be quite honest, because I knew it was wrong, instead of me just sticking to my guns, doing the right thing, I was influenced, and you can't let people influence you, because the same people who influence you, they don't got to suffer those consequences with you, you got to go through it by yourself. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm not blaming nobody. I'm just going to thug my way through it like I did with everything else within my life. You know what I'm saying? My boy D told me that I need to be like a a speaker. I need to go to these, have open forums to be able to talk to people. You know what I mean? Because he went to go see, uh, I forgot the young brother's name, but he went to go see the young brother. I'm sure everybody's seen him. He went viral. Um, he has a daughter and a son, and he, he teaches them how to load weapons, how to use the weapons, you know. And he so he homeschools them, he does all that, you know what I'm saying. My boy went to go see him speak, and he said the whole time he watched him speak, that all he thought of was me, cause my story, you know, he feel like I got a story, and I got a certain impression on people from me just being who I am being, you know, just basically open and honest, that he feels like I could get in that lane and really relate to people and motivate them to want to do more, which I appreciate him and I salute him for that, you know what I mean, because, you know, we all need to hear those kind of things that, you know, we are actually helping make a difference in people's lives. That's why I love my friends, because I feel like, 
you know, we sit down and we have tough conversations and we challenge each other on those type of conversations. You know what I mean? We talk about fucking everything. We give each other hell, our group sex. We get real brutal at times, you know what I'm saying? We talk a lot of shit, but, you know, it's all a lot of love and it's all a lot of, you know, just wanting to see us grow to our fullest potential. You know what I mean? Which is which is super dope. You know what I mean? Just like my girl Stacy, my girl Stacy, I don't give her enough props, so I'm gonna take this time to give her props. Stacy is as if you if you um listen to the podcast, you heard her earlier episodes. You know, she just helps me think outside the box. You know, she congratulates me on things that she feels is real. You know, black and being a man because she is. Strictly into, you know, her blackness, being a real sister, being a real black man, and what that represents. Um, she helps me out with the podcast, giving me topics, challenging me, wanting me to talk about things of legacy. And I, 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 I can't even lie, a lot of times I strayed away from that because I felt like, oh, now nah, I can just talk about this, and I can talk about that, and I can talk about this, and I can talk about that. Just me being lazy not wanting to do the real research, because I didn't want this to be like a hip-hop podcast at all, I wanted it to be a podcast, but it's just a bunch of real talk about a bunch of real shit, um, I wanted to say shout-out to Gersh Park, I see they back at it, looking real good, I've been watching the games on live, you know what I mean, Gersh Park, for everybody who don't know, is a park. In my na- in my old neighborhood, um, in Brooklyn, East New York, um, you know, it got founded by just you know a few hood guys, my nigga DP, Geeky Dan, Flil. Um, I hope I'm not leaving anybody out, you know, because I know, you know, Curse Park is really something that's for the hood, by the hood, you know, supported by the hood, but those guys are like the front runners of it. And it's just, it's just positive. You know, basketball season ends June 15th. You can go to Gersh Park, and the whole new season starts. It's exciting. It's a lot of love. It's a lot of blackness out there. You know what I mean? They've been doing it for about, I think, 12 years. No violent incidents, God willing, you know. And, and those things like that should be saluted, you know what I'm saying? They got apparel. I know DP is probably tired of me, but every time they get some apparel, I try my best to hit him up and support, you know, and just buy and represent. Y'all probably seen me in my Gersh hat plenty of times. I try my best to wear that like it's my Yankee. You know, us New Yorkers, we rock the Yankee hat. That's like a hat of religion. I try to rock that like I rock a Yankee hat, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's just me, and I know it gets dull when it's just me doing all the talking and shit, but fuck with me, man, because I'm talking there about that, that real shit, you know what I mean? I want you youngins to really start paying attention to credit. Credit will help you out so much in life, you know what I mean? Sometimes you need a break from life, or you just need to go on a vacation and, and things like that. I'm not telling you to go get credit so you can stay in the latest J's and all that type of shit. You know what I mean? But I'm not telling you not to do that either because if you can pay the bills and pay the cost to be the boss, if you want to buy you some sneakers, buy them shit. 
but credit helps out when you want to buy a house, when you want to get a car, or when you just need a credit card and you just like, man, life is fucked up, it's frustrating, and you just want to go on vacation. You know what I mean? Or God forbid you lose your job and you just need to maintain for a little while until you get your job. That's what credit cards and all that type of stuff helps with. You know, it's a gift and a curse. If you're not responsible, it'll fuck you up. But if you're a responsible person that don't mind paying your bills and don't overspend and don't live above your means, you'll be all right. It'll help you out a lot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Another thing is about me, I try to love. It's not even I try. I love like every day is my last day. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that tomorrow's not a problem. So when I'm in the house, I'm kissing all over my son, kissing all over my girl. Like I said, I don't get to speak to my 12-year-old every day like that. I bought him several phones. He's always breaking them. And mom, me, and her relationship isn't great. And let me just shout out Sheree. You know what I'm saying? For me being in the house with Sheree and watching her raise Kaiser and all the things she has to do, I have a lot more respect for you, Sheree. You know, uh, we did like 11, 12 years of just arguing and fighting and going at each other's necks that, you know, we might not never make it back from that at all. I wish we could, though, you know what I mean? I wish we could just kind of start from a clean slate and, you know, respect each other like men and women. And, you know, I I really don't know where to go or how to fix it. Because, you know, so much damage done already. And we probably need to go to some counseling, but now I'm in a whole new situation and new relationship. It's just like... What is it worth? You know, that's why, you know, one thing is I do I do wish that I had a lot more money so I could take the time out to do those kind of things because it does matter. And I want you to know that I didn't mean to hurt you in any way that I have hurt you. And I definitely didn't mean to uh, put down you as a mother to my son because I know it isn't an easy task for you at all, so, I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but if you do, you know, this is my podcast, it's my way to speak to the world, and I just want you to know that it's real, um, I feel like I'm rambling now, and like I said, I'm in my truck, driving, it's late at night, going to work, but I wanted to give you all some new content, Concrete Convos is coming back. I'm trying to come up with segments, concrete facts. Put a nigga head to the concrete. That's going to be kind of sort of like my donkey of the day where I'm letting niggas know, like, man, this dude is a dickhead and we should support him and da 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 Like, I'll do it right now. The niggas who kill XX and Tyson put their fucking head on the concrete. They smash their shit. All you did was take out another young black man. And it's it's, it's, it's it's ridiculous, you know what I mean? He lost his life. Now his mother has to bury a son, which I don't wish on any parent. You shouldn't have to bury your own children. They should be burying you. And not only that, whoever the person is that killed him, if you're ever caught, you're probably someone's son 
or daughter or whatever you are, and now your parents pretty much got to bury you by losing you to the system for the rest of your life. Fucking idiot. And that's exactly why I'm going to put your head to the concrete. Because when you're murdering somebody, you're making a fucking choice. Simple as that. That's going to be one of the segments. I'm not going to go in no more on that kid because, you know, for the rest of his life, they got to live with that. His or her, because I don't know who did it. I don't have any speculation or anything like that. Another thing I wanted to hit people was concrete facts. Before I end this concrete fact, I'm going to go with this time. Is love like every day is your last, because it can actually be. You know what I mean? Speak to your people that you love and let them know you love them. You know what I mean? It may sound corny. You know what I mean? It may be hard for you to find the time, but it only takes two minutes to tell somebody you love them, whether it's a text, whether it's a Facebook post, whether it's a call, whether it's a voicemail. It only takes two minutes to say, yo, I love you. You know what I mean? I was thinking about you. I care about you. And, you know, I just want you to know that. That's it. That's my concrete fact. Um, My man said we should do a segment called Concrete Knowledge where I put people up on some games. So this is the game I'm going to put y'all up on this week for the Concrete Knowledge. And it's going to be broken down a lot better once I'm able to get back in red form with this podcast. I, I, uh, what I do is I try to get an audio book every week. You know what I mean? Because I really don't have time to, like, sit down and read, read. When I'm in the house, I'm usually tired or I'm trying to hang. You know, I'm trying to do the family thing, give my, my fiance her time, give my kids their time, things like that. So when I'm on a roll, besides doing this podcast, which I'm going to start doing more often, I listen to audio books. So I listen to Angie Martinez's book, which I think was dope. I listen to uh, Jennifer got her last name, but it's called um, Hollywood Black Mom. I listened to that, which is another good book. And now I'm listening to the book called Grind by, uh, I don't know this brother's name 100%, but he's one of the founders of FUBU, and he plays on Shark Tank. I'm sure y'all know who it is. I'm looking right now to see exactly what his name is. Um, But it's his book is great, and it just tells you about the grind. It's by uh, Daniel Pazmir and Damon John. You know what I mean? The book is read by Sway Callowell because, you know, Damon John is um, dyslexic. So him trying to read his own book, it wouldn't really work. But uh, I say that I'll give y'all that book for concrete knowledge because that book has taught me a lot so far when it comes to grinding and, you know, how, you know, like I'm at a job right now that I hate, but this is a part of my story. It's a part of my grind. It's teaching me something. You know, it's teaching me, you know, it's teaching me things along the way without me going deep into it because, like, I'm not even in the mood to try to pick this job up right now. But it's teaching me things and it's helping me, uh, Shopping my craft as far as driving, because I have a CDL Class A license, so it's helping me keep my my my, my driving skills sharp and things like that. It's also keeping me in shape, 
So whatever God's got planned for me on the next level, I'll be able to handle it because, you know, I done bust my ass working my ass off. You know what I'm saying? So to get me to the next level, I suggest that you either read that book. It's called Grind or get an audible book. Always try to, you know, feed your mind with something new. This truck is super loud right now, but sorry about that. But always try to feed your mind. Always feed your mind with something new, whether it has something you can relate to or not. I I try to uh, get into books that I don't even relate to at all. That's my new thing, like getting into books that of people I don't know at all. Um, like I always say, another concrete knowledge is get into Open Super Soul Podcast. If you got time and you listen to my podcast, you obviously have some time on your hands. Open Super Soul Podcast is a really, really good podcast. It puts me in great spirits a lot. She has a lot of great episodes with a lot of great people. Maya Angelou is a standout episode to me. Uh, the Joe Biden episode is another standout episode to me. Um, it gave me knowledge that I didn't know about Joe Biden. Uh, the Maya Angelou episode, you can just imagine the energy and how good the spirit is that you're going to live from that podcast. And um, I think I'm going to end it here. Yo, man, love, like every day is your last. Take care of your family. Provide and protect. And it's your boy Young Weeds back like I never left. Oh no, never dope.